Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Hey guys, we are reading from Daily Reflections, and I just love this little book, and I am so grateful that the way it ended up in my lap was just randomly finding it (laughs) at my parents' house, and um, I was allowed to take it home with me. So (laughs) there you go. That's how I found this daily reader. We are reading um, on page 89 the reading from March 21st, Material and Spiritual Well-Being. Fear of economic insecurity will leave us. That is from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, page 84. Having fear reduced or eliminated and having economic circumstances improve are two different things. When I was new in AA, I had those two ideas confused. I thought fear would leave me only when I started making money. However, another line from the big book jumped off the page one day when I was chewing on my financial difficulties. And I quote, For us, material well-being always followed spiritual progress. It never preceded. End quote. Page 127. I suddenly understood that this promise was a guarantee. I saw that it put priorities in the correct order that spiritual progress would diminish that terrible fear of being destitute, just as it diminished many other fears. Today I try to use the talents God gave me to benefit others. I found that it is that this is what others valued all alone. I try to remember that I no longer work for myself. I only get to use I only get the use of the wealth God created. I never have owned it. My life's purpose is much clearer when I just work to help, not to possess. Yeah, that's really good. So I recently changed jobs because I do work a day job. (laughs) And I've been having a lot of trouble with the transition. And there are a couple things that kind of stood out. Um, one was, I'm glad I'm not on orientation anymore because I find it really draining to be under somebody else's watch for the entire day. And I had a moment where I was like, you know what? That is just an interpretation of reality. That is not fact. It doesn't have to be draining. And I was like, you know what? I could do mindset work on that. I could do mindset work on the fact that or the, this idea that, you know, it is draining for me to be under somebody else's supervision all day long. And then I had another thought where I was like, 
Or I could just be glad I'm not on that anymore and just move on with my life and not have to do that work. <laughs> and I was very happy to just, you know, let let that one just fall to the wayside. <laughs> we don't have to do mindset work on every single thing. Sometimes our problems just die away and that's okay. And that's lovely when that happens. But I had another thing with this job change and it was it was just coming to to know, you know, the, the culture of a new place and, and the expectations of a new employer. And I was just feeling very anxious and very, you know, strung out about the whole thing. And being new is hard. And then I had this, you know, little God thought where I remember early in program someone sharing with me an interaction with their sponsor, not even with me, with the group, their interaction with their sponsor when they were at a job. And I, I don't even remember what was going on, the circumstance that led up to it, but I've never forgotten this. It just rang in my ears where this girl's on the phone griping about her employer or the, you know, the person she was working for and her sponsor goes, you know, Sarah, who is your employer? And she's like, ah, oh, well, her name is, you know, Nancy. And she blah, 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 and she goes, no, Sarah, who is your employer? And she went off on a thing one more time. And then the third time, Sarah, who is your employer? And she was like, oh, <laughs> my higher power. <laughs> my higher power is my employer. And I had this funny thought that's kind of a lateral transition from that where I, I thought of that story today and then I chuckled and was like, oh, my employer hasn't changed at all. And I got to say, I got to tell you that, that it made me laugh because like it's a little tongue in cheek, but it, it's also true. And there's like, uh, it was very grounding to me to be like, I haven't changed employers at all. Like, God is my employer, and I report to him every day, and his opinion matters more than anything, more than anybody else's expectations of me. And it's still making me smile because, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just such a beautiful way. I mean, I heard that story 10 years ago maybe, and it got to bring me comfort today and help me laugh a little bit at just this big, big book way of life and how it can accompany us through anything. And I think just the final point I wanted to say is how I love how program talk and this coaching world talk about circumstances not having the final say. So this man here is talking about how even financial hardship doesn't have to be a reason for fear. He even goes so far to say as your fi financial hardship won't improve until you make spiritual progress, which I think, I mean, it could, I'm sure it was true in his life for sure. I don't, I don't, I don't think that always has to be the case, but I do think that, that, that often, you know, maybe our finances can improve, but if we still have that fear about financial insecurity, it won't matter what our finances are. We're always going to have that anxiety worrying in the back of our brain. And we might have just less, you know, obvious evidence to justify it. But it's always going to be there until we can have that psychic change that comes from working the steps in all our affairs. And, yeah, and that's what I want to do. I want to work 
the 12 steps in all of my affairs, whether it's my finances, my eating, my drinking, my relationing to other people, and in the way I show up for work. All right. Keep living, keep living this 12-step way of life one day at a time. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.